0: Wait a sec. Hold on. we got to do that again. I don't know what episode we're on. Ten. Okay. Ten, Sorry. I do it you. again. All right. Welcome back. Episode ten. Wing It podcast. Goosedigital.com. Who do we have?
1: Jen Pugsley. Chris O'Neill. Robin Kroll.
0: Michael Turksani. Okay. Jen Pugsley in the house.
1: Right. Hi.
0: Wow. Okay. All the way from? Alberta. Where in Alberta? Edmonton. Edmonton, Alberta. Well, we, we need to shoot like a hundred podcasts before Jen goes back home.
1: <laughs> I'll do my best. Sounds good. She's yeah. our right.
0: CME. Yeah, SME. SMN. SME. Insurance SME. Jen, tell us a little bit about your broker background because this podcast is about IBAO. Coming back from IBAO, first time Goose Digital has been at IBAO as an exhibitor, as a sponsor of the mm-hmm, event, mm-hmm. our minds have basically been blown, okay, super blown, but talk to about your broker background.
1: So I've been a broker for 14 years, I haven't been practicing for seven, um, and in that time I... Worked everywhere at a, from a direct writer um, in sales and service and then went over to boutique um, to larger brokers doing everything from personal lines commercial and um, large commercial by the time I, I left in 2012. Um, I come from a family who owned brokerages in Alberta so I've been kind of all very familiar with the operations and legacy operations and legacy technology that we're kind of all still dealing with today. Um, But yeah, IBAO was my first IBAO, and I thought it was totally crazy. In a good way. In a good way, In a good
2: way, and sort of a a mind-blowing, crazy, interesting conversations, talking to people from... Really, all over Ontario, large brokerages, small brokerages, the carriers. It was and even across Canada. You know, there were, yeah.
0: it's true. So many people don't know that, that um, Jennifer was a broker and that we've got this sort of rich background in insurance just through our family and uh, and extended family. In fact, that has been in, in the insurance industry for their entire life. So we've, we yeah. we do have a lot of context that and specific industry knowledge when it comes to sort of adapting digital strategy and marketing automation into the into the broker world and that, and that really helps because you're talking language.
1: I think what's sort of interesting too is that I hear a lot of this these pain points and we think that they're like all digital pain points but what's interesting with you talk to a broker you know seven ten years ago and it's a lot of the same pain points it's sort of just different challenges. Mm. So. Um, for me, I'm kind of able to to look at that and be like, well, isn't this? We've always kind of had challenges in a in a soft market, we you know. So, but just now there's all these added complexities. So,
0: awesome. All right, so we were all there. We you know, including Kevin Butler, who's not on the podcast today, but uh, but we were we all just got back. So we we didn't take in. Well, I guess we sort of you know looked at some of the sessions and and, and spent a bit of time at sessions, but we felt uh, this podcast would be best suited to um talk about the feedback that we were getting at the booth, really. I mean yeah. we had a booth. Uh, we were the only marketing automation specific or focus mm-hmm. vendor there and, and and focusing on digital strategy for the insurance market, uh, predominantly brokers that we were uh, there to, to, to address, although we did speak to many of the markets as well. Um, so we thought you know we should we should round this out because we probably spoke to how many, Chris? Do you think came through? I mean, we, I know we gave away easily 300 pieces of gear that we had, probably had some of the best gear there. We
3: mm-hmm. had great gear. We had hats, we had shakers, we had pens, we had, uh, and people were just scooping them up, loving it, you know, taking that stuff yeah. back. So our logo has been well spread. Well into the wild. Yeah. Well into the wild. Uh, it sounds like our camel hats were really the most popular item. So we're trying it's to true. figure out how to, you know, how to sort of take advantage of that love <laughs> that we're getting for the camel hats. But know. how would
0: you, how many would you say it came through from a, you know, we must have talked to. Talk to well, I'm just still in the process of really, you know,
3: processing all these business cards, but like I'm, I'm, I'm feeling like it, and it wasn't just brokers, by the way, either because this show featured, yes, it featured, uh, you know, solutions for brokers, but mm-hmm. that meant that there were some, some people in other lines of business there too, manufacturers for mm-hmm. devices, mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, service companies uh, that, that are involved with, you know, Insurance claim management, etc., mm-hmm. financial services like a real wide real range. High, mm-hmm. um, but in terms of the insurance brokers that came through, I'm going to say there was at least at least 200 that we spoke to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at least 200. Yeah. I don't know, Jen, what do you think? I, You're yeah, right the, I them? mean, there
1: was 30. I think the attendee list, list was like it was 3,300 people, um, and I would say yeah, two 300 brokers. Mm-hmm. I mean.
0: So we've talked to we talked awesome. to a few. It Sounds like we talked to a few yeah. when we were there. There were a few. We there were a few. Plenty. More, yeah, more. We so, to lots of so this feedback is yeah, different
2: people in the brokerage also. Yeah,
0: right? different people in the brokerage. A lot of broker yeah. principals. I mean, mm-hmm. I think you there know were, um, there were a
3: lot of presidents, vice presidents. Yeah. Um, you know. Part, yeah, partners. Partners. Yeah. So yeah. this
0: this what we're kind of doing now is like this has got some statistical relevance in terms of patterns that we're seeing. So True. let's just go through kind of other three areas we we talked about uh, that we were feeling um as the feedback so brokers are still struggling with digital robin you want to what was the what were you hearing on the front lines? yeah and that? I,
2: you know that's sort of a, a summary because i'm not sure if they would categorize that they mm-hmm. you know a lot of them were saying you know we're, we're trying to figure out how do we how do we identify and and target and speak to that that market that we can't use our traditional channels so there's you know a bit of a uh You know, and from some of the smaller brokers or or less advanced, trying to figure out, you know, what are even what are those channels, and then some of the bigger brokers that might be a little bit more advanced, saying, okay, we we have an idea that there are all these digital channels and additional tools, but we don't really know how to do that. So, you know, the, the and I think we've talked about this on our podcast before that they might be doing a few different things. So you know they'll they'll have uh you know they'll be using social or they may do might be doing a newsletter but it's a non-targeted newsletter and and it's interesting i think of a couple conversations where that specifically yeah. came out and saying well we're doing this but we don't really know how it's working and there's leads coming in but we can't really tie those leads back to the the initiative that we're launching yeah. so it's How how do you measure an ROI? How do you really know if you're being successful and if you're being successful in the direction you want to go? Mm -hmm. So that was Mm -hmm. a lot of the conversations that I had. And
1: how do you even, you know, put the operations around that? I I think there's just... A whole gap around. Absolutely. You know, we've done three websites, maybe, and we are spending significant amount on PPC, and we are doing a lot of great things and seeing good things. But what does that whole operation look like from mm-hmm. start to finish?
0: I tell you, the one yeah. thing that we did hear a lot about was, you know, to your point, Robin, you know, lack of a plan or a strategy. Yeah. Chris, you know, you were showing off the piece of collateral that we had, largely was around telling the story and the challenges that a broker faces today and moving into digital, but also our roadmap process that seemed to really resonate with several brokers.
3: Well, it definitely does, and I don't think it, it. the size of the broker was was really, uh, you know, made a difference. In other mm-hmm. words, uh, you know, whether you were point. a large bar- broker and you'd been, you know, maybe working on some various things for maybe the last, you know, three to five years, maybe tried some, uh, you know, some of the different tactics that are out there, um, or you're a smaller broker, you know, in that uh, sort of, you know, uh, you know. 10 to, to to 15 million dollars in total gross premium you're you, you've tried some different things but in, in in every case there there seemed to be kind of like a, a lack of connect you know connection between what it is that I'm investing and what it is that this is actually driving in terms of you know new opportunity or reducing my churn reducing my, yes. uh, my or, or just making
0: yeah. you know or just how to put in a a plan like you know we, we, we I remember we spoke to you know, sizable broker, hundred people. Um, been using some technology for the last nine months, but well, well sorry, been paying for technology mm-hmm. for the last nine months, but having a hard time adopting those. So the roadmap yeah. process that we have developed is a great way for brokers to take a step back, sit as a team, learn some things. I mean, I mean, why don't you know, Robin or Jen, they sort of ex- describe that process because that was a, a big win for the brokers that crossed through the, the booth.
2: To talk about the the roadmap itself, process and yeah. the strategy, yeah, I, you know, I think showing sort of that that um, you know that that illustration and talking about strategy, which is not something that I think was part of their 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 typical language no. or discussion, right? Right. So just identifying the fact that that's great. That you know what you're you're doing some social postings and there's a newsletter. But what's the strategy behind it? do you do you know who you're trying to what the type of personas you're trying to attract, you know the particular lines of business? Are you thinking about that and right. and sort of the reaction? Oh, no, we, you know we're just doing this without thinking of the the strategy. And then the channels are just sort of you know, we know somebody who can do social media. so right. therefore that's a channel and maybe that's not the best channel given the audience that you're going after. So putting that in context, I think, People reacted very strongly, and they loved that being able to put something which is kind of all over the place into an organized structure. What, multi,
0: multi-month? A, a,
2: mul- a multi, multi-step, multi-month organized Thought out with a start, a middle, and, and where you're moving towards, and, and there was a very positive reaction about and
1: that. I, I think our brokers, like I mentioned, I've, I've heard our, one of our brokers say, which I thought was really interesting, um, when they when they were delivered their 12 to 18 month roadmap, and you know, obviously you can you can pivot from that roadmap, but but it gives that basis. One of them said, like, now we know why last year when we hired our coordinator, why she didn't work out. Right. Because mm-hmm. like you mm-hmm. mean, you're you're hiring these entry level positions at mm-hmm. out of, out of college or whatever. And, you know, they're, you're asking them to build a huge division of your business. They don't know how they don't know all the moving parts. They're going to be an amazing executor and a great point person. But it was just cool to have. look yeah. no, that's who a this great and point. Be like, hey, if we could have handed this to her. Right. We've been so much more successful. Exactly. Sorry.
3: Another thing I heard uh, Jen say, which I thought was pretty insightful too. uh, Sometimes, you know, somebody using, uh, you know, using digital marketing for the first time or within the first couple of years might be a little discouraged. And uh, you know, one of the things about building a brokerage, as Mm -hmm. we all know, is that it oftentimes takes decades to build a business. Like, how can you imagine uh, turning around Mm -hmm. something as, uh, as sort of. you know, has as large of a change as adding a digital, uh, you know, digital marketing component yeah. to be, you know, to be able to turn that around in yeah. a short period of time. It does take strategic, uh, strategic development. It, to it does,
2: and and you know, I'm I not not to completely turn this conversation on its side, but we did talk to, we did have conversations that were at the, the opposite end, right? People talking about about data and i thought you know for me of course that's that's my that's my passion yeah you so, were like so you know to have and, and data from bms right so we had mm-hmm. a lot of people saying we know there was this rich data in our bms and we're, we're having challenges yeah. putting that out but knowing that that's valuable to have those really targeted and personalized conversations and how exciting was it to talk to some brokers that actually have data scientists and and technology people on their team it was. i mean you're right
1: like we didn't hear out of all conversations uh, both days nobody was sitting there with the with the kind of why or 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 should we or should should we we? we? that's good point yeah Yeah. that's a really good point point. yes
0: okay so we had a little bit of a break a, a cut in the video there um we're back so what we were just saying is that we we didn't have the why to do this question yeah. and, I, and i think yeah. even a few years ago when we were doing um insurance canada and some of these events where yeah. people were still not 100 where you're right Jen. i mean we just were seeing everybody not so much that we need to it really was how, how do we go about this
1: mm-hmm. or or we're we're already we feel we're already here how do we go deeper
2: to the next step yeah or, but it's, mo- no- it's moving forward not yeah. the questioning it's not the yes or no it's a how
3: and one more that I think was uh, not entirely unique was uh, was sort of the um, the approach by the younger let's say the millennial mm-hmm. who is in the brokerage who's a contributor mm-hmm. an early contributor like early in the career who's uh, facing a uh, an educational um you know barrier where yeah. where they're taking the you know some of these ideas and some of these yeah. you know newer uh you know newer concepts up the ladder to the mm-hmm. more more mm-hmm. experienced more mm-hmm. senior people in the firm yeah. and and asking us how can we get that message how do across we move,
2: how do we move this ahead knowing that this is how things have to happen they're comfortable with it and mm. trying to convince senior leadership that this has to happen right yeah. So, which yeah yeah so yeah. that could be something to explore that's a little a whole, bit further that's a whole yeah. podcast yeah. exciting but, lots but the, to talk the, about
0: the younger generation i know we wanted to get a little bit to that just them being attracted to a brokerage that is more digital mm. but i think the other side to what you're saying chris is that these these younger generation we saw a couple you know managers of uh-huh. innovation who are still f- fairly young in their career and, and probably yeah. great at you know b- offering levels of digital tactics and even some strategy to the table, they also need support overall. Yeah. I mean I think that um, it is important for the management team, the owners of the brokerages to be able to have a have a sense of where this is all going and how it's going to add value.
3: Yeah, and I think the, the the more senior people are seeing these uh, these young, uh, you know, technically competent and, and, and capable people, you know, be able to solve problems like you know help us get you know set up with these um, you know with these technologies and these accounts and everything. Mm-hmm. But the business value is something that uh, you know they want to add that to is like the mm-hmm. business value that uh, that uh, digital will bring to them is something that can be uh, further art- articulated, and we can definitely help with that
0: message. So we're going to wrap up because we just wanted to get get something out that addressed it we want to thank all the brokers that, that came through I mean er- really any, everybody that came through we, we have a we have dozens and uh, literally dozens of meetings that need to be put together for following up but um, another thing we we certainly learned was that uh, everybody likes to drink for the most part of these things okay that was a new little a new experience yeah. for
1: us not new for me but uh, just being in the broker world
0: we went a little too hard the first that, night probably exactly. should have Stretched it out, but yeah, wow. So Should next have year, ourselves.
3: next
2: well, year,
0: next year, we're gonna be ready for that. So thanks, guys. <laughs> IBAO, I, IBAO, uh, IBAO, 2019.
2: We're, uh, we'll we're getting ready. IBA, IBA
1: maybe IBA, 2019.
0: Maybe IBA, that's okay. right. Okay.
1: Bye Peace. Bye. Peace
0: Peace. Out.